Today on Combos, we're talking about a video game that dares to be art, and a pastry that I'd say is, well, tart. That's right, Ash. We're talking about a young boy on a ship in space and a tangy treat you can shove in your face. Molly. Today, we're talking about an adventure that's a point and click, and a delicious dessert that's a point and lick. That's right, folks. If you don't know, you must know by now we are talking about the video game Broken Age plus Lemon Tart. Let's get into it. Welcome to Combos, where every Thursday we curate creature comforts by combining fun with food. It seems like almost every day you gotta eat something, you gotta do something, but Molly, how do we make those decisions? Great question, Ash. Uh, Well, we do it just by doing combos by doing this podcast here we are providing a service for you to uh, whenever you don't know what to consume both for your brain and for your mouth (laughs) you can go and look at our combos list and that way you can kind of pick what you want to do um and there's so much now too with especially like streaming online like media and content is so overwhelming that's why we have been working really hard where each week we try to do something a a little different like we don't we try not to do like two movies back to back or two tv shows like we try each month to do like a tv show a movie and then an activity or a video game or you know leaf peeping all the classics (laughs) and we try to bring uh our like outsider perspective Uh, like anytime we pick a video game i'm always looking i'm i'm ash the resident video gamer Uh, i'm always looking for that way to pull non-gamers into video games right and i'm molly pease the resident non-video gamer so we're a perfect pairing here at combos So yeah, today we are talking about a video game. We're talking about Broken Age, which was made by Double Fine and Tim Schafer. Um, You might know Psychonauts, which is their most popular game. And they also made Brutal Legend, which is about a roadie going into like a hellscape that looks like an 80s album cover. And who does the main voice of that game? Who? Jack Black. What? Um, Jack Black is also a voice in today's game. Broken oh. Age again. Really? Do yeah. we get to the Jack Black voice? We haven't got to it. I think it's pretty early in the game. Uh. So right up front, whenever we do a video game, mm-hmm. our main question is, is it fun for a night? And yeah. I think we'll answer, are we going to continue playing it? But um, just know, we played it for one night. So we <laughs> didn't cover every part of the game. So this isn't really a review podcast. It's a how are we going to spend our night podcast? <laughs> and I will say too, as a non-gamer, um, Ash does a really good job choosing video games that I can like get into as someone who didn't grow up with video games, uh, which is why we're dating. Spoiler alert, if this is your first episode listening, we are co-hosts, roommates, best friends, and lovers, and, and we're dating. Uh, but and so, gamers. And, and we We might both be gamers very soon because, yeah, Ash has been doing a really good job at choosing video games that she thinks that I will enjoy, and she's usually right. 
And hey, you did the great job to, uh, on this episode by bringing in lemon tarts, <laughs> because I think there's this handmade quality to Broken Age, and you complemented that with a homemade lemon tart, which was really tasty. Thanks. Yeah, I've been trying to think harder about the like food pairings and everything with our combos and yeah. making them fun and making them kind of unexpected. Um, and lemon tarts are just so easy to make, and they are really fun to make, because yeah. there's a lot of... A lot of hand movement involved. Yeah, I've never made it. I wasn't in the kitchen when you made it. I was uh, just getting getting the Nintendo Switch set up. It takes so long. So yeah, that's today's combo. Uh, I'll do a quick uh, synopsis for Broken Age. Uh, it tells the story of two teens, Shay and Vela, both great names, who seek to break the tradition in their lives. Uh, Shay lives on a spaceship and has like a sun and moon for her parents. Uh-huh. It's, it's all, he, his life is so heavily controlled and uh, Vela lives in a town that has a lot of baked goods, and everyone's like a baker. Perhaps and, uh, the very town that inspired my lemon tart pairing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so they make uh, baked goods, and Vela is going to be sacrificed to something called the Mog Chathra, mm-hmm. which is a giant uh, kind of Lovecraftian creature. And uh, it's a it's a point and click game, which is an old school like '90s type of video game where a lot of the times you're collecting objects and you're solving puzzles. Similar to a game we reviewed a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because uh, yeah. most video games are so hard for me because I don't have that muscle control that or muscle memory that you like need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said muscle control. The muscle memory for the video game controller to uh, be able to play it in any way that's sustainable yeah. at all. <laughs> and I think one of the big things, if you have a non-gamer for a friend or a partner, God, yeah, uh, if a you- colleague dare to stoop low and actually associate with us non-gamers. Yeah, I think the important thing is find games that are fun to watch and yeah. fun to interact with as a spectator because holding a controller, sometimes it sucks if you don't know how to do it. Sometimes Does yeah. it just feel like having to hold a remote control the whole time to you? <laughs> it feels like having to hold like a raw steak in my hand where I'm like, why am I holding this? I feel uncomfortable and my hands are very cold. And they're covered in blood. <laughs> and also they're covered in blood every time I play video games. It's actually because I get so frustrated. It's just me slamming it against my own thighs. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we'll get more into our thoughts on the video game. But first I wanted to say the whole reason I know about this game other than my awareness of the studio is that there's a really cool, like, 20-part documentary that's free on YouTube. It's the best uh, documentary on video game development that I've ever seen. Uh, I've watched it, like, three times. It's one of my, like, favorite TV shows. It's, <laughs> it's just called Double Fine Adventure. Wait, it's 20 minutes long? Or no, they there's have... 20 parts, and oh, each part whoa. is, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> that's crazy. You um, watched the whole thing? Yeah. Three times? It's so good. Wow. Because um, I love stuff like the indie game movie uh-huh. and anything about game development. It's just something I'm interested in. So if you like the game, or even if you just want some content to watch on the side, the documentary... I think adds this whole uh, layer of appreciation for the game. What was, from watching the documentary, one of the most, like, interesting things you learned about video game development? Um, Yeah, and I'm definitely, like, a. I really want to get more into video game development, so this is someone as, like, an outsider. Yeah, if you're listening and you're a video game developer, hit us up. Combospodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. But, um, so what's really cool, even with a simple game like this, Uh it took, like, 20 people to make it over, like, 
three years. It took so long. That's honestly shorter than I thought, because to me, this is so intricate. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's um, like a 10-hour movie. I don't know how many hours is it. It's like eight to 10 hours, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense, because most, like, one and a half hour movies take a year to two years to make so that's actually way less time than i even thought yeah it's yeah and it was more time than like the developer double fine thought because they thought it would be done in a year oh wow! so like the whole documentary is like seeing a company kind of admit they made mistakes over and over again which is really cool i think it's just cool to see it like people that are very creatively or they're very creative and they've achieved so much. They're still like trying to struggle at like paying their employees and stuff. Yeah, it's, trying there's to so actually much money involved. Run a company. Um, it's a cool documentary. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say really in the setup. But real quick, we'll talk about your lemon tart. <laughs> Uh, how did you make it? Have you made a lemon tart before? Uh, I have made some tarts before. And, uh, get this. It's pretty much a sugar, flour, eggs, lemon. That's it. Now be, be real, Molly. That is it. No, I know. (laughs) Can you be fucking real with me? Did you, did you use any love? Great question, Ash. I used just a drop of love just one little drop i almost said, said blood, blood. <laughs> it sounded more because like i blood. also i put it's called the peace signature in every dish i like to put a part of myself as a true chef does and i just put a little bit of my blood you're like that chef in matilda or the lunch lady <laughs> are you like that g- gourmet chef in matilda <laughs> Wait, what, what was the lunch lady in Matilda? The like? lunch lady. I don't even remember the lunch remember, lady, so I can't remember your fake kid character. Eat a whole chocolate cake. That was the principal. She wasn't the lunch lady. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was the lunch she lady. She was the principal. Why did she make a cake? Come on. <laughs> she had the chocolate cake, and her punishment was to make him eat eat the whole thing at once. But yeah. it was. I think her whether she or who made the cake was irrelevant to I, that scene. Molly, she had a unibrow, <laughs> and '90s rules states that if a character has a unibrow, they're a lunch lady. See, Ash, you are going purely off stereotypes, and purely just because she looks like a lunch lady, she was the principal. She had the the highest status in that school, and you are demoting her in your mind I, well, based purely off looks. Hey, I and work now- in the food industry. I don't think a lunch lady is a demotion. I think, what a career. Well, hey, I worked in the food industry for one night, and it was the night that I made this lemon tart. Um, But yeah, it's so easy because the um, crust of the tart is just like shortbread. So it's just butter, flour, sugar, that's it. And then once you, and then you just make the filling, which is also really easy, which is just like eggs, lemon, um, love, love, some love, a little bit of blood. And mix all together, and it's done in, like, 30 minutes, and it's delicious. Yeah, completely homemade from scratch. Yeah, so I'll post that uh, recipe on our Facebook group and Insta. Yeah, and with that said, we know what the combo is. Let's head to the review. Hey, Molly, are you ready to talk about our combo? I am, after that delicious bathroom break. 
Wow. You didn't even have to tell the audience at home that you were using the bathroom. But I like to be honest. I want them to know the level of rawness and intimacy we bring to every episode. Um, And that's what you get when you listen to combos. Podcast co-hosts who have watched each other use the toilet. Yeah, and we're always being sincere. (laughs) We are. Minute of the show. Yes, we're being sincere, we're being queer, and we're being pioneers when it comes to creating delicious combos like this one. So true. Uh, what did you think about this combo? I enjoyed it. Um, again, as someone who doesn't play a lot of video games, I just love the art of it. Um, I'm a huge nerd. I love fantasy stuff, but sci-fi only... <laughs> I do specifically like sci-fi that's more like world building and dystopian. So I don't love sci-fi that just takes place on spaceships. Yeah. (laughs) Which is why this is cool where that kind of like solves that issue. And I'm sure he's not on the spaceship for the whole time. And I know that's a very specific (laughs) thing. Um, But sorry, y'all. It's boring. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Um, But it is cool. You have two different settings. If you get stuck at one part or bored... You can switch to the other one, um, and it can make that first night with your lemon tart a lot of fun. Yeah, so I feel like just visually, it's so it's it's so beautiful. Um, The point Uh and click part of it can be a little monotonous. Yeah, or where you're going through things, and you do. and also, you do have to use your brain, which can either be a positive or negative, depending on yeah. how you're feeling. Because basically, the game is like you're collecting things, and then at certain points, you have to really think about how to use your inventory to solve these puzzles. Like, that's the puzzle yeah. part of it. And so, I do feel like this was a good combo for that, for like midwinter haziness, but you want something that's like, Lightly, you have to use your brain, but you can also just be wandering around something that's very pretty. It's very relaxing overall, yeah. the vibe, like the visuals and the sound. And so it's pretty like peaceful. Yeah. And then you add in that lemon tart to give you a little zang. Yeah. <laughs> to give you a little wake up. Uh, and it's just a nice little treat. Yeah. Um. I have a note, which is more of a reflection on all of my game choices for Molly uh-huh. and some of the shows is we pick a lot of like cutesy things Yeah, where they have like, like over the garden wall, Professor Layton and this game have pretty similar art styles. True. Yes. It, it's a uh, very like cartoony and like kind of like throwback to old stuff where it just seems very like. Yeah. And yeah. they have like color palettes that are pretty relaxing yeah. and like. And Elijah Wood is also in Over the Garden Wall. We didn't even oh, think yeah. of that. His character design is pretty similar. Yeah. That's oh so my gosh. funny. Yeah. It's almost the same character design. Yeah. But he does have such a relaxing voice. I do I love feel like Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Um, yeah. That was another uh, top moment for me I wrote down is all the voice acting. Like um, like the mom you said. Yeah. Or Merrick the wolf uh, who is the villain in right. uh, Shay's story. Yeah. His no, voice is great. Yeah. So yeah. If you've been listening to this podcast, it's pretty clear we both love like fantasy stuff like good fantasy and i feel Mm -hmm. like we picked all those things because they're examples of like good fun fantasy um and just a little bit of escapism yeah and we both like like to enjoy things so we don't really write like critical reviews of things or oh yeah no we always that way it's always fun yeah we always try to pick things that we we think that we'll enjoy so that because you know we gotta do the podcast every week or we 
choose to and get to do the podcast every week. Uh, Our cat Bubby is just sitting on our desk, wagging his finger, forcing us to record a podcast every week. Um... Yeah, no, we, and so we sincerely want to, you know, choose things that are fun for us and that, um, are helpful for us to do. And this is, again, nice. And yeah, we just like that style of art, um, in general. And that's why it's always fun adding a little, like, pastry in it or like a food where it's also kind of fun to make. I'm going to start thinking of more combos too, where you get to, like, the food is easy to make, but has some kind of creative element. Yeah. And that's what... And I did for... Like, I don't bake that much, and I'm not a great baker, but it is so much fun to, like, when you do bake. Just, like, even kneading dough or, like, making that with your hands. Like, it takes you back to, like, being a kid and playing yeah. with Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. I should view cooking more that way. <laughs> um, I just thought of a great combo. Maybe oh, expand yeah. the senses. Next time we combine something with a candle... Because the yeah. it would be like com- combining smell. Oh, yeah. Well, we pretty much... I feel like you could just layer that into all of our combos because we love candles. I always have that apple cinnamon candle going all winter. <laughs> yeah. So cozy. Add that extra layer of coziness. Where, yeah, you can... Any combo you listen to, especially during the winter, go ahead and add your biggest, comfiest sweater, a purring cat, and an apple cinnamon candle. And cinnamon... And then apples. Like, that's like, you want the real thing. (laughs) And set them on fire. Just get a pile of apples, a pile of cinnamon, set it on fire. You're on your way to the coziest combo. Yeah, that's your hashtag combos moment. (laughs) Yes. Um, Great. So, yeah, basically another successful combo. Uh, And I think that means we've reached the point in our show where we are ready to rate this combo. So, as y'all know, basically in like every industry, that's mean that means cinema, movies, Skinema theater, from Skinamax, Skinamax, like Molly said, HBO. That's what the home box office. <laughs> they all rely on our ratings, and guess what? Video games do too now. Yeah. So you're welcome. Double fine. You're welcome, Nintendo. Yeah, you're welcome, Switch, which is also Nintendo, I think. It is. Combos <laughs> do, and Nintendo don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, they all rely on our ratings <laughs> yeah. in order to know whether to smash up all of their games or not. If we don't, or- if we give this a negative rating, they will do a total recall on all broken age little chippy dudes <laughs> cartridges. Uh- <laughs> You can tell I'm a gamer because I call them chippy doos. Yeah. And they will smash them with a giant hammer. Molly. Much like Mario, I think. Uh, uh, did you know the E.T. story? The no. Atari E.T. story? So one time they made a game so bad, it was E.T., the Steven Spielberg right. game uh, movie, and it was turned into an Atari game, which is just like blocks. Yeah. And it was so bad, <laughs> and it was made in like six weeks before Christmas that year. Because, like, the movie came out, they were like, fuck, right. we gotta make a, a video game. And it was horrible, and it was so bad that Atari, like, it was like the decline of the first generation of yeah. video games. Whoa. And they actually, supposedly, they buried all the cartridges out in the desert in Arizona. What? And there's, like, several documentaries where they go out and try digging it up. And they talk to, like, the dump truck driver that's like, well, I think that, uh, I think the games would have migrated 10 feet to the <gasps> left. And now they're gonna be in what we call 
the oh toilet paper God. quadrant. <laughs> According <laughs> to the tectonic plates, it was they shifted just so the ET Atari. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Those Atari games moved. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Have they ever found any in um, the desert? Yeah, there's what? a movie. And so I think, it's true. So they did bury them in the desert. No, it was one of the, it's like, this is like, er, like the early video game, like right. pop cult, like underground pop culture. I guess yeah. that's culture, underground culture. Uh, like, you know, what am I thinking? Like a myth. Yeah. Like a fate. Right. Like, like it does legend. That, yeah. Um, so, so it was very know. exaggerated, but they did, they have found, like, it definitely happened, but it just was so exaggerated. Yeah. So there's but a really... still, I mean, burying anything in a, the desert, like a I company know. doing that is, and like, why not just take it to the dump? Like, that is pretty yeah. crazy. Um, if this is interesting to you, the listener, look up the documentary. It's good. Also, Angry Video Game Nerd did a movie, like, it's a fictional movie that uh-huh. takes place about it. So it's, like, weird. Like, it's been talked about so much. I love that. Uh, I'm so glad I know that. It was basically, it sounds like it was, like, the cats of the video game yes. world. Where they're like, we gotta do this fast. We gotta get it out by Christmas. Uh, and then we're gonna do a pretend recall of it. Yeah. If that happens in video games so much, uh-huh. it's, like, because, like, video games are, like, the newest industry, right? Yeah. For, like, art. Like, it's not even... Sometimes, like, video games aren't even considered art. Like, video game companies close, like, every couple of months because they made, like, Iron Man 3 badly. Oh, so, it just, like, video games, like, even Broken Age in the documentary, yeah. every video game company, unless they're, like, huge, mm-hmm. are always gonna go bankrupt based on, like, one project. Wow. Like, That's so stressful. So, and, and there's no, like, unions and stuff. If you follow yeah. video game news, it is just about how people are mistreated, so it's pretty That's bad. That's That is amazing that they even get made. Well, I hope that uh, <laughs> yeah. we, our rating will change that and that... Uh, maybe our rating even has the power to give video game developers more rights and create yeah. a union. Because my rating for this is 10 out of 10 lemon tarts. All right. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 mock chathras. That was going to be my other one if I didn't do <laughs> the lemon. If I didn't go with the most obvious <laughs> one. If I didn't go with the first thing I saw when I looked over at my Google Doc notes. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was going to be Google Doc. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we really enjoyed it. And we think it's a good, cozy winter uh, combo to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So let's go to a segment. So we have reached our last segment of this episode. So sad to wrap it up, but very excited for this uh, segment, which is going to be our Kickstarter corner. Uh, Since we're talking about a video game that was created through a hugely successful Kickstarter, we just thought we'd kick around a few ideas that we think would also be hugely successful on Kickstarter. Yeah. um, Yeah. We didn't mention it before, but Broken Age was like one of the first huge Kickstarter games. Um, but now Kickstarter games happen all the time and most of them end up unfinished or bad. So like it's become a whole thing and uh, I mean, Kickstarters are kind of All right. All right. Weird well, anyway. I'm now going to just cross off the idea on my list that was to create a video game that goes unfinished and is bad. <laughs> that takes seven years or so. <laughs> is a scam. Yeah. But uh, no, and this is going to be a fast paced, quick coming at you segment uh, where we are just coming in hot with these pitches. We know a lot of investors listen to our show. Yeah. Uh, and we want to be sincere with this. As we mentioned, we are, uh, I don't know why you just rolled your eyes out. <laughs> we are, we have open hearts. We wear our hearts on yeah. our sleeves and they're open. It's very yeah. unhealthy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like every episode, you're like, this is going to be our most sincere episode yet, Ash. And then we do. We do make the most sincere show of all time. That's right. That was not ironic because we don't know irony. What's irony? <laughs> it's not in our Is it rain on a wedding day? <laughs> so would you like to start with your ideas or do you want me to start? Um, why don't we start with your ideas? All right. Let's well, go. let's do one, 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 one. Okay. Okay. Like one, back one, and one. forth? No, I think we should do... You're going to do one, 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 zero? Yes. Okay, cool. Sorry. Thanks. That's a little behind the scenes of uh, we use binary code to work out all of our segments. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be one, 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 zero, one. Yes. It's kind of it? not just monotone. I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I uh, did have to build a robot to be my girlfriend and podcast host. What um, happened to real Ash? <laughs> Why won't you tell me? Smart House well, gave me a few ideas. Or as Molly's <laughs> robot said in last episode. Episode and it was iconic. You all wrote in. Fuck you. <laughs> I still haven't been able to program it to stop laughing for three minutes after it says fuck you, but uh, we're working out the kinks. Yeah, so you go first. All right, so again, if I were to really do a Kickstarter, uh, one of the, which I won't because we have crowd, I crowdfunded for a short film last year. Uh, and it was hard, so I will not be doing any Kickstarters yeah. anytime soon. But my next idea that I've had that I have wanted to do um, is I have been thinking about doing like a documentary or a blog that is just like very simple but nice, where it's just documenting different um trans people who are in relationships because we're a queer and trans couple. We are. I'm a cis woman. <laughs> I'm a trans woman. And we're dating. And we have so many couples that are like um, two non-binary people who have been married for three years. Or other. we have another friend who's a couple who are, <laughs> um, who like, they've been married for four years and then one of them just came out as trans. Yeah. And I think uh, there's a lot of like beautiful examples of how relationships help you come into your own identity and I just would love to document some of the more positive ones I've seen and just have like very positive representation for queer and trans love because we don't get to see that enough so that is an idea I would really like to do but if it doesn't work out I'd also like to do an idea (laughs) yeah what's the second idea I'd also like to do an idea called peas pots which yeah. is uh, where I put a public toilet called a peace pot on every corner because I have to pee pretty much all the time because I'm very good at drinking yeah. water. And I'm uh, just like I'm obsessed with drinking water and tea and coffee all day. I always have to go to the bathroom. But there's no public restroom. There's not any. And we all need to do it. We're all humans sharing this planet. I don't know why we've decided to make private restrooms a thing, but it's killing us. It's giving us UTIs, and we need to end yeah, it. So beauties. Please. <laughs> so please kickstart either um, a touching documentary called Love Letters about intimate moments so and good. coming into your identity, or... Please fun peas pots. That's, uh, I like the second idea a lot. Yeah. Um, because one time I went into a subway as a trans woman, I have to pee a lot. So it's even more queer than love letters. <laughs> uh, I went into a subway once and I was yelled at after I came out of the restroom because it was for customers only. 
did have a sign, but I had to pee so bad. God, that is my worst nightmare. I'm yeah. always afraid. Anytime I do something like that, where, yeah, especially if you're on a road trip and you just go in real quick just to pee. I've never been yelled at for it, but I'm so afraid of it every time. And exactly. That's why I want yeah. us to stop living in fear. Yeah. And just have access to public restrooms. I know. And like, I get it because like people feel powerful if they have the bathroom keys. Ugh. Like when you have to go to a 7-Eleven counter and ask for their bathroom pass. Yeah. It's like... No, sorry. I know. That it's is bad. <laughs> literally, we only created it because we wanted to feel that abuse of power. Like, we only created private restrooms to abuse our powers. Yeah. And it's called gatekeeping. It is. <laughs> Actually, can we change gatekeeping to bathroom door keeping? Because that makes so much more sense. It does. Because who's keeping a gate? <laughs> <laughs> Very few people. Okay. Maybe just landlords. <laughs> yeah, maybe... Just landlords and gardeners. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like I'll be doing peas pots then. Uh, Ash, you want to get to your idea? Okay. So my idea, yes. Uh, it's a Nintendo DS game. First, you're thinking, Ash, the Nintendo DS is dead. We have Nintendo Switch now and two screens, one of which is a touch screen. It's never going to come back. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we do Nintendo DS and Game Boy Advance. <laughs> uh, it's uh, So it's a video game. Okay. Because the Nintendo DS has two screens and I love it. And okay. like, I uh, just love that idea. So it'd be like two different video games running at the same time. And maybe this has been done, but the top one would be a village. Uh-huh. A really cute village. And say there's like a girl, fr- a, a wife and a girlfriend, a uh-huh. wife and another wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one of them is a like gardener and they have to garden. Uh-huh. And, it, and so they need seeds. So their other girlfriend goes into the dungeon, which is on the bottom screen. And maybe you have to control them at the same time. Uh-huh. So like one hand is controlling her and the other one is controlling a dungeon delving girlfriend uh-huh. and uh to give her girlfriend seeds so like you have this relationship building but they're always apart and one's oh. working and one's building a town seems complicated and sad uh or i guess this is my second dream project would be nintendogs from the nintendo ds but it's for dogs <laughs> and because uh, like one thing i've been trying to do in my adulthood is like teach dogs how to use the little stylus thing because yes. they can't hold pins but i thought a stylist, maybe, and then I've been trying and letting them play Nintendogs, because I think that's maybe the most natural in. Now that, I love. I love it, because who usually has to play video games with you? Me. Oh, you. And I hate it. But you know who would love it? A dog. (laughs) Oh, you would love it. (laughs) He would love it. And yeah, so I think for a simple like seed money of a, a cool half a million, you could figure out how to put, how to make a dog hold a stylus. Wow. I would call the first game Seed Honey, and it would be the top person is a beekeeper, and the second person, and but it was like Seed Money. Ash, but... we already, we hate that idea. Okay. We've moved on. We love the dog one. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So uh, now that we have our Kickstarter figured out, keep an eye out for the update, we're going to head to the outro. Hey, <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of Combos. Uh, yeah, come back for new episodes every single Thursday on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at you can find us at at Combos Podcast, and you can email us at Combos Podcast at gmail.com. Now, Molly, yeah. what's our website? 
anchor.fm backslash combos where you can listen to all of our episodes we're also on spotify we're also on whatever you're listening to our voices on right now (laughs) yeah and if we're saving you time we're making your life easier and maybe we're making your thursday commute a little bit more nice just consider donating a dollar every month to anchor.fm backslash combos um, it's just a little way to say thanks. It helps us buy coffees to record with or buy buy wine to celebrate uh, episode 13. Right. Or even more than that, if you could just uh, take the time to tell a friend about the podcast, to get them to listen to it. And if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, um, again, you just search Combos Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. It'll come right up. Leave us a nice five-star review. It really helps people to listen to this uh to listen. And I don't know, it's been fun. We are almost at 2,000 listens so yeah. far, which is pretty good for like 13? 13 episodes. 13 episodes. Um, so yeah, yeah we're it's having, been fun. We're having people, li- it's nice that we have kind of like the same people listen from episode to episode, and we are just trying to get more people in, more people yeah. in on those that first episode. Um, and again, we try to do a lot of different types of combos so that people can kind of scroll through and skip around if they want if they're more interested in just like um the tv show ones or more interested in the video game ones then they have a few options yeah um and it's a small show and there's a lot of shows and really the only way people find shows anymore is word of mouth so sharing the show with a friend really does help um other than that broken age where did i buy it the nintendo switch and you know how much it cost Two dollars, like what? I think I maybe spent three dollars on it. What for? That was such a good game. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, it was on sale, like ninety percent off when I bought it, and it's on every system. It's on your phone. It's just a little point and click game. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's totally worth it, especially yeah. if you do are able to like cast it and watch it on your TV because it's a really beautiful yeah. video game to take in. Um, yeah, and lemon tarts again. If you have flour, sugar, and lemons and butter in yeah. your house, you can make a lemon tart and just look out on our Facebook uh, for that recipe. Yeah. That's so easy and so sweet. Molly, I guess if life uh, gives you lemons now, we can just make a lemon tart. And play Broken Age. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, theme music is by Evelyn Landau and myself, Ash Barker. And uh, you can find Evelyn's music at Bandcamp uh, under Evelyn Landau. And the album is The Mirror Within. Great music um, by a great friend. Yes. And you've been a great listener. We love you very much. Uh, thanks for listening and have a cozy rest of your week. And don't forget to speak. <laughs> uh. Don't forget to spay and neuter your Mog Chothras. <laughs> <laughs>